Rena Arblist was perhaps no better than she should be, but she was no worse either, and therefore deserved less than she received. Rena Arblist woke with a splitting headache and a dull pain in her left thigh. The headache she was used to, the Sunday morning hangover, but the pain in her thigh was something new. She untangled herself from the knot of sheets, blankets, and bedspreads, pulled up her rayon nightgown, and found that her left thigh had been bandaged over. Drops of dried blood speckled the gauze. Wincing, she pulled off the bandage. Oh, my God! she groaned, because there on her thigh was a big red rose with green leaves and three inches of thorny stem. It wasn't too clear yet. Clotted blood blurred the edges of the tattoo but it was clear enough to make out the words printed on the scroll that circled her American beauty. Sam. Forever. She didn't know anyone called Sam. Hank, Larry, Bernie, Lou, Roy, or Gordon would have made some sense. But Sam? While she drank her first cup of coffee, she went through her phone book. There was her uncle Samuel Arblett, but he'd been dead for six years. There's a Sam's bar on Division Street, but that couldn't be it. After her second cup of coffee, she went into the bathroom and tried to wash the design off her thigh. The dull pain became lively. One of the thorns dripped fresh blood, but the rose faded not at all. It was a for-real tattoo. The phone rang. It was Sam. Sam who? Rena screamed into the receiver. Why, Sam Zimmerman, don't tell me you've forgotten already. Boy, you were really stoned last night. Sam Zimmern laughed. Did you put this thing on my leg last night? Who do you think? Rena let loose. When she had a hangover, she was even more inventive than when she was high. For a woman, she had a really astonishing command of the colloquial. Pausing for breath, she realized there was only a faint buzz listening to her. Sam had hung up. She went to the yellow pages and looked under tattooists. Sam Zimmerman's expert tattoo parlor was on State Street. She called the number listed for the parlor. No one answered. It wouldn't be open on Sunday morning. She looked in the large directory. There were over twenty Sam Zimmermans. She seethed. The phone rang. It was Hank Burney. Can't see today, Hank. I'm sorry it isn't possible. I'm only in town until seven tonight. Got to start bike to Philly at seven. Hank was a truck driver and, in consequence, a big spender. She felt just sick refusing him. I'm sorry, baby. I'm really sorry. You got somebody else there. Is that the deal? No, baby. I'm sick. I'm really awful sick. Hell, Sunday morning. Everyone is sick. You don't understand. I think I do. There was a knock on the door. Hank, I've got to hang up. There's someone at the door. She could almost hear Hank grinning with contempt. I'm coming over. He hung up. Rena threw on a terry cloth bathrobe over her nightgown, straightened out the bedspread, and opened the door crack. Hi, Rena. She didn't recognize him, although she had the feeling that she would like to. Six foot, thick red hair, and a thick red face of the kind that Rena considered handsome. His bared arms were black with tattoos. Are you Sam? He nodded. 
she considered. We better come in. She took the chain lock off the door and admitted him. Sam glanced at her leg inquisitively. How's it feeling? Soreness wears off in three or four days. You've got to take it off. You've got to. I can't have people seeing that. That thing on my leg. It's indecent. But last night you were begging me to put it on. Besides, no one is going to see it there except me. How about a peek? No. Rena pulled her bathrobe tight about her legs. I don't even know you. Sam replied with a grin. Oh, my God. Rena mumbled. Then more emphatically. Oh, my God. 